could have predicted this, the Y2K experience. If you have been around long enough, you might remember Y2K, the phenomenon that was in every headline throughout the entire year of 1999. If you are not around, you might get a real laugh from the story. For those asking what is Y2K? Well, Y2K was the nickname for the year 2000 software bug. It represented a computer coding problem that was going to wreak havoc on anything that used computerized systems on January 1, 2000, which even in the year of 2000 was virtually everything. For those of us that recall living through this event, we were warned about a mini Armageddon coming midnight, December 31st, 1999. The cover of Time magazine in January 1999 spoke to the sheer insanity of the Y2K world. In all seriousness, we were on the edge of our seats for a good 12 months as we lived each day up to December 31st, 1999. The problem in a nutshell was this. Computer programs were written to abbreviate the full year to two digits. Instead of 1998, they would store 98 to save memory space. When the programs were written, they did not anticipate the turn of the century to 2000. So the challenge was that these programs were going to possibly read 00 as 1900, or be unable to recognize it at all. When the clock struck January 1, 2000, there was fear that computers would not be able to operate correctly. Y2K brought fear of electrical grids going down. No one would have electricity. Planes wouldn't be able to land because traffic control systems were going to collapse. Water would become contaminated as water purification plants would stop functioning. We were instructed to load up on bottled water and enough non-perishable food for a month in anticipation of a global meltdown. The advice of panicked experts was to keep a copy of your last bank statements so you knew how much money you had in the bank in the event the entire banking networks were wiped out. The clock struck midnight. Nothing. The lights stayed on and water sources did not become contaminated. Planes landed, and the fireworks went off around the globe as they had every year prior. To prevent the potential meltdown of society as we knew it, companies shifted all available resources to their IT teams who worked overtime for months to correct the date programming problem. All resources were put in place to protect the company's assets and ensure that business activities would continue into the new year. As a world, we were prepared to be immobilized in ways we had never imagined. Y2K ended up being a non-event for the most part. It became the spotlight on the incredible dependency the world had come to have on technology. It was a huge leadership challenge. IT teams required mobilization to correct coding and also keep the business functioning. The entire employee population needed to remain focused on responsibilities as the fear of global meltdown loomed. Personal Impact of Change During the 1990s, technology was often discussed regarding the impact it would have on the workplace. How work was completed would continue to change with new technological advances. Available information would continue to grow exponentially. Within the work environment, the benefits and the strains of the rapid advancement of information explosion was recognized. Philosophical discussions about the impact occurred around conference tables, during strategic planning sessions, and over lunches. In all these discussions, no one could have predicted how the advancement of technology would impact personal lives and ultimately how that impact would carry into the workplace. The question was asked, what is the greatest challenge leaders face today? 
by far, the number one response was change. Not just any change. The rapid pace of change, the sheer number of changes, and the unprecedented advancement of technology disrupting business and altering our daily lives. The Y2K experience gripped the world. The difference was everyone was focused on the same technology challenge. And that seems like nothing compared to the technology changes faced today and anticipated in our future. The changes and accompanying challenges come from every direction. Now we must decide which challenge we will take on. Which matters to us and our business? What is the priority for resource availability? This is Barbara Wickman with a reading from the Leadership Tinderbox, coaching to kindle the passion for success.